When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. On the Memphis Tigers Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Inside Memphis Athletics, the official podcast of the Memphis Tigers. Now, here's Jeff Brightwell. Our guest today is Tanya Welch with the women's basketball team. First of all, Tanya, I know y'all are really busy right now in the middle of conference season. In fact, the day we recorded this was a travel day, uh, so thanks for taking some time. Oh, yeah, no problem. Let's talk, first of all, before we talk about this season, let's go back because you you are a freshman. You're from uh, Anderson, Indiana. Tell us tell us about growing up in Anderson, Indiana. Uh, growing up in Anderson, it was, you know, it's, it's a little small, a small town, not much going on. So really all I did was play basketball and train for the most part besides, like, going to school. Um you know, I had a goal like out in my backyard and every day I would just be out there, me and my brothers and my parents would be outside, you know, watching this play. Dad would be training me. So for the most part, that's what it was really like. Um, you know, every here and there we would travel to Indianapolis, which is where I ended up moving at some point um, to do, you know, fun stuff, find activities to do outside of Anderson. Yeah. People always hear about how big you know, men's basketball is in the state of Indiana. A lot of us, you know, grew up following uh, whether it was Indiana and in their glory days or Indiana State. 
I've been up there a couple of times with the women's basketball team up the IU and some of the other schools. How big is it growing up uh, in the state of Indiana, not just for basketball in general, but but more importantly, since we talk about a lot for, for women's basketball in that state? Uh, basketball in general, whether it's men or women's, is huge in Indiana. You know, um, it's always saying like in 49 other states, it's just basketball, but yeah. in Indiana, you know, it's different. And you know, it's it's actually very true. You go to one of the high school games, and you would think it's a college game. You know, um, it's very big there. It's a whole lot of support. You know, all over the state, and it's like plenty of rivalries and plenty of talent that come out of Indiana. So that's what makes it so great. You uh, you're of course a uh, Miss Indiana basketball candidate. Of course, first team All State. You got a, a ton of accolades. Played at North Central High School. What was the program like at, at North Central? Was it was your program a Big school, small school, where did it sit as far as the state? Uh, it was a, a huge school, um, especially as far as women's basketball. It was a point in time we was actually ranked, I want to say, fifth in the country. Wow. Um, yeah, we had plenty of, you know, Power 5 players coming out of there. Even before I got there, you know, it was just a, a really, a really big women's basketball program. You know, that was the school to go if you wanted to do something as far as playing basketball. Now, growing up, moving in, you know, as you grow into that program, is that a group of players that you had kind of grown up with a little bit? Did you know them a little bit, or all of a sudden do you go to do you go to that high school, and uh, is, are you familiar with people, or is there a little intimidation because it's a big, successful program? Um, actually, when I got there, and you know, you know, it's like it's just a it's a small world. You know, you play AAU and you see some of the girls at the school, and then you go to the school and the other schools you're playing against. You see a whole bunch of other girls that you played against. At so we all kind of like knew of each other, and as we grew up, we start to get to know each other. As we started switching from different teams, as far as like during the summer and playing with each other, you know, we all um, created some bonds and you know some relationships that last a minute. What uh. Did you do you come from a basketball family, an athletic family, or do you kind of stand, uh, you know, out from from the rest of the family, or did you all uh, kind of kind of grow up playing sports and being competitive? Uh, my family is very competitive. Everybody pretty much played a sport growing up, so I'm not the only one. Was it uh was it all basketball or various sports? For the most part, it was basketball, but some others played multiple. For me, it's just basketball. I've tried track, but I ain't really like. It. <laughs> I stick. Too, too too much running, not to get any points out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's just nothing like basketball, you know. What uh? When did you start playing? What? How old were you? I started playing when I was, you know, in like five in the little league. But I started actually taking it serious when I got around like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. At what point, because I like to always ask the uh, the athletes this, regardless of sport, obviously when you're, when you're in young age, eight, nine, even when you get into your early teens, the best athlete's going to be the best player. And you just say, well, it's the best, it's the, they grew a little bit faster, they're taller, they're, they're faster, they're a little bit more coordinated. But at what point growing up did you realize, all right, I'm not just the best athlete because I'm a young, young player and I've developed a little bit more. Did you know, or did someone tell you, hey, you're, you're on a little bit different level. You've got a chance if you work at this to really uh, to to fulfill a lot of potential. Yeah, um, actually, when I first started playing, uh, my my dad had put me in the boys league. Mm-hmm. So 
grew up playing against boys and I was still dominated, you know. So that's when like other referees or coaches or people around like the gym or field house would like come up to my parents and say, you know, she's really good. She, she keeps going. She could really get somewhere. And that was the plan. So after that, my dad, you know, started training me and set goals and yeah, just start pursuing it. When did you realize, I guess, probably maybe AAU ball and you're in middle school or early high school? When 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 did you get that first uh, that first letter, go to that first college, you know, summer camp where a coach actually pulled you to the side and and really talked to you and you knew, well, I'm, I might be able to get to the next level? It was actually in middle school, eighth grade, you know, going into freshman year, my first um, – you know, encountering with a college coach, I would say, was Xavier. Mm-hmm. And then after I started getting letters from, like, IU, Purdue, you know, places around in the Indiana area that, of course, I would assume seeing me play. What, what, what's it like when you get those first couple of letters? I know, obviously, you get used to it throughout high school. It's just, you know, another letter shows up. There's another phone call, another camp or something like that. But uh, when, when you first get a letter or two, is it is it kind of startling to you? It's actually very exciting because, you know, I always predicted that it would come soon. So when it actually happened, it was just like, okay, this is it. So, um, you know, my parents didn't, like, get that far as far as sports. So they was just as excited as if they got the letter, you know. So it was just a really big moment. How tough is it to to go through high school, concentrate on not just your – uh, your your academics, but your athletics while trying to navigate all of that swirling around you. How how much of a challenge is that? Um, it's definitely a challenge, but once you get organized and just get determined on what you want to do, then you could definitely get it done. So you're you're getting near the end of high school, so it's coming down to uh, making a decision. And I know, as looking at your bio. A lot of the schools you also, you know, I guess it came down close to or in the Midwest, in the in the upper Midwest, uh, Memphis is kind of the outlier as far as if you looked at them on a on a map out of that that, that general region. What caught your eye? Of course, Katrina and a, and a new staff down here. I guess she was up there in the Midwest at, at Wright State. What uh, did, did, did she talk to you a little bit when she was at Wright State? How, how did this all pan out where you ended up in Memphis? Um, when I first talked to her, she was already at Memphis. Um, you know, what made me, like, go towards Memphis is, like, just the coaching staff in general. You know, they're all from Indiana. And, like, you bring up one of the coaches, either one of them, somebody from Indiana says they know them and they talk very, very highly of them. And that just made me feel very comfortable. Not only that, but just talking to them myself, you know, um, it's very family-orientated. You could tell when you talk to them. So that's really what made me lead this decision of going to Memphis. Was there any? It was the decision any of that to the fact too that Katrina's and her staff are taking of a program that's you know it's got a really good history at at the university. It's been a little up and down and it's struggled a little bit, and she's trying to get things turned around and elevate it back to a to a very high level. And you get the new renovations to the Elmerone Field House, and it looks like the you know the trajectory is on its way up. How big of a factor did that play? That plays a huge factor because it's almost like um, a rebuild. Mm-hmm. And you know, I would like to be a part of that. You know, um, you know, I don't I wouldn't want to go to a program that's already just doing well and just already on top. You know, I want to actually work and 
you know, that's what the coaches are constantly talking about. And that's their mindset. They're constantly trying to build and get better. And that's the whole plan for this program. And I wanted to be a part of it. So, yeah. How, how are you liking just being in Memphis so far, whether it's, you know, the university or the city? How, how are you adapting so far? How you like it down here? I adapted pretty well. I didn't have any troubles at all. You know, it's, it's actually easy to get around. You know, I got a lot of help if I need it. But, you know, I'm doing good. Meshing pretty well, the teammates. Because look, most of the teammates. I mean, you take Jamira and Madison. They've been here obviously before on the with the other staff. But the bulk of the team has has been here. Either it's their their first season here or or their second season because they signed on with Katrina or transferred with Katrina. So the bulk of the team is still relatively new. Does that help at all? It does actually. I didn't feel like I was just standing out. Mm-hmm. No, just coming in. And- Basically, you know, just trying to fit in with a group. Everybody was still trying to figure out their place together. And, you know, I think that played a big part in the bonds that we have, you know. What, uh, now, now that you've been in, a, in Memphis for a little bit, have you found a favorite place to eat, barbecue, wing place, whatever, what, uh, whatever? Where's your favorite place to, uh, kind of go hang out and eat with the, uh, with the teammates or your friends? Or are there several? Uh, I would say there's several. We try to, you know, explore and find different places every year and there. So, yeah, it's a couple of places I would go to. Daniel, tell me a little bit about before we get back to basketball. Outside of basketball, what are your interests? And I know you're you're just freshman starting out, so probably taking a lot of gen ed. But do you, in the back of your mind, do you have an idea of what you want to do as far as majoring or kind of want to feel out and and study while you're at the university? Yeah, um, I actually planned on um, pursuing an engineering tech. So that's what mm-hmm. I've been doing. I've been taking both gen ed and classes for that. Um, and that kind of explains my hobbies. I'm real into technology. You know, I play video games and robotics. It's just it's just very interesting, it, a very interesting topic for me. Um, and that's just always how I've been growing up. So, yeah, that's my plan. When, when when did you get interest in that when you're a kid? And, and if you're getting in the engineering in that aspect, you're getting going to try to go like, uh, I don't know what the technical term is, it, but uh, ro- like robotics or something like that. Is that kind of what you're looking to uh, to get into? Well, as far like engineers actually kind of, they all feed into each other. It's different hmm. fields, but they all feed into each other. So um, they all kind of similar in whatever field I end up in. I'm sure I'll be fine with it as long as it's, you know, related to engineering (laughs) how old were you when the parents kind of noticed or the family noticed that hey she's uh Danielle's kind of tinkering with the computer or or tinkering with this or that and and they kind of knew that might be where you want to go I would say like age five I started playing electronics really really early and it just caught my attention and ever since then I just really been interested in it (laughs) Tanya, looking, uh, of course, looking at the numbers, I've been over there, seen you guys play a couple of times already. It's got to help, too, when you get get somewhere. And I guess you go in with the expectation as a freshman. You think, well, might not play much. It might be year number two or number three as you adapt. But you've come in immediately. You've played in 21 games so far as as we do this this interview. Uh, You're averaging almost 15 minutes a game. Uh, five points, two and a half rebounds. You, you you've come away with some some big stuff so far. How 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 easy does that make it to adapt to the college game? That right off the bat, you're not getting just like small minutes here and there. You're you're getting significant, impactful minutes already in your freshman year. 
Well, um, it helped over summer. You know, I actually prepared for this moment because you just never know. So um, whether I was, I didn't really expect to get in, you know, it's my freshman year, but I just expected when I do to be ready. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of been my mindset. So whenever coach put me in, I'm just ready to do whatever she asked me to do. So. Uh, now that you're 21 games in, tell me, uh, what what is it about the college game that you expected that is is what you thought it would be? But what has been the biggest surprise as far as on the floor at the Division One level? Hmm, that's a good question. Hmm. I would say the girls are a lot more athletic. You know, I would say that comes with age as well and experience. So, um, yeah, most of the girls we. I really didn't expect to be like fifth or sixth year seniors. And like most of the girls are usually older. And so I didn't really expect that. But at the same time, I did because, you know, the whole COVID situation. But I just feel like, you know, I prepared for it. So I was ready. But it's still different. It's, it's definitely a, a bigger step than high school at this how, level. How are you liking playing for Katrina so far? What's it, what's it like playing for Katrina Merriweather? I think it's actually really fun, you know. Um, she's a she's a fun coach, but she knows when to be serious at the same time. You know, she lets us play, and you know, she doesn't. She's not one of those coaches. As soon as you mess up, she just you know she's done giving you chances. She lets you you know figure it out, and I really do appreciate that. You know, especially coming in as a freshman, you make freshman mistakes and think, oh, it's the end of the world. But no, she doesn't do that. How exciting was it you, you, being your first year playing the schedule that you guys got to play in the non-conference? Because Katrina, she went out and put together, what, a couple of top five opponents. Of course, she played at South Carolina, defending national champ, played Indiana, who was top five when you played. I mean, that, I guess that's why you sign up to play college basketball. You want to you wanna test yourself against the very best. I actually really enjoyed it. They were um, fun experiences, and I feel like it really helped us. You know, you get better playing against what is considered the best. Um now, actually, it was it was competitive, you know, um, and I'm a competitive person. So uh, I enjoyed our schedule and I hope that it continues to be tough as I'm here. So, yeah, I, I know it's just first season for you, but. But what kind of goals do you have? What do you want to see for yourself uh, personally and, and for this program while, while you're here? Uh, personally, um. Uh, of course, I want to be the best player I can be and consider one of the best players that come out of the school. Um, and then for the program, of course, is the win, you know, whether it's, that's the conference, you know, make it to the NCAA, you know, just turn the whole program around. Uh, sitting at 12 and 9 when we record this, uh, you guys, uh, when we recorded this podcast, we're about to go to Wichita State. So you're getting into February. March will be here uh, before you know it. And that conference tournament will get here. What, what can this Tiger team do over the last month or two? We can do a lot. We just continue to get better, you know, each day. You know, um, I just feel like as time goes on, we're, you know, you know, some some teams just find that they get they reach their highest and they just it's a standstill. But for us, we're, we continue to keep climbing. You know, it's some ups and downs, but we always figure it out. And I'm actually excited for these last couple of months because I just feel like, you know, we're all on the same page and, you know, we're just ready to take care of business. All right. Well, Tanyelle, again, thanks so much for taking time to join us today. I know a very busy travel day. Uh, we appreciate your time, and we're really glad that uh, you chose to be a Tiger. 
So thank you for having me. This has been Inside Memphis Athletics, the official podcast of the Memphis Tigers. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Memphis Tigers Sports Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.